Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, welcome back. I'm so excited to be here with another podcast guest today. We on this podcast talk all things women empowerment, supporting women and 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 really bringing people together for community and support across all areas of their business and lives. My name is Megan Bizzuto. I am the president of the International Association of Women and the host here today. And I'm joined by Simone Gemko, who is located in London. And we're going to talk through her incredible career journey but also how she has set out to help support more women grow in their own careers. Um, I'm, I'm super excited for this conversation. I'm so impressed with Simone's background and what she has achieved professionally. So with that, I am excited to introduce Simone and Simone, I'm going to, I know I have your full bio here. There's so much that you've done. I'd love if you could do a quick introduction from a career perspective. Tell us, tell us more from, from your own words, your career journey and what you're doing these days. Yeah, lovely. So yes, I'm a mechanical engineer by trade and I work in automotive industry. So I work actually for very well-known prestigious brands. I started actually on a very academic route, so I finished my education with a PhD, but before going into academia, I decided like, let's try the real thing, the industry, and I really liked that a lot, so I stayed around, and by now I actually have steadily progressed through like um, qualified engineering level over like technical leadership all the way to people leadership, so I'm now the leader of a team of nine people. And yeah, so I enjoy that very much. And I hope to progress further in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do things on the side. So obviously I support the IAW. So I actually, I am the president of the IAW London chapter and grow the network over here. And I also um, blog on my blog career with a view about things which I believe are of importance to first-time managers or people who aspire to be first-time managers. I love that you've taken your experiences and turned and and have started blogging because I think it's so important as we look at this this idea of women supporting women and how we can support and encourage each other. It's so nice to see women who have gone through it. And I want to point out, you work in a very male-dominated field in a very male-dominated industry. <laughs> So I'm sure you've, you've come across multiple challenges and things that, that you're just, you're an expert to share. So for those of you listening, check out career with a view is Simone's blog. We'll have that linked up in the show notes. We'll talk about it towards the end of this conversation as well. Um, so one of the things I want to, I want to dive into, um, we talk a lot about community at IAW and, and how, how community helps support us, whether something is easy or hard, or, or we have big ideas or small goals. Like, so in your mind, what, how do you define community? Um, community can be many things. So I think quite often we believe like community, like we have to love each other and we have to be all buddies, etc. which I don't think is the case. You don't need to call each other every day to have like a strong ally on your side. 
And um, I think community can mean many different things. So um, that's also one of the big things I always say, like um, you don't have to go the way alone. It's actually the worst thing which you can do to yourself to go the way alone, mm -hmm. because you really should um, seek advice and cultivate community around you. And it could be like harnessing the power of having mentors or joining networking groups like the IAW, for example. But also having a friend sometimes or moral support. So that's, I think, where you can really, where you should look at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have there been, I know you mentioned IAW and friends. Have there been other specific ways that you have found mentorship or support within? I know you're you're not originally from London, right? You live in London yeah. now, but that you're also separate from, from your family or, or where you grew up. How have you cultivated that sense of community around you? So actually, um, I have been a bit in the situation like due to my career, I have changed locations almost every two years. You know, first going from Germany, from Berlin to England, and then having my first job relocating for this, and then a few years again later mm -hmm. locating. And I always uh, managed to build community and also find mentors and find supporters. And in the end, it's literally really like stepping a little bit out of your shell and actively look for people. Be also because quite often we expect other people to approach us, and I think, and that's hard. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes going out yourself and approach people, people can say no, but that's the worst thing that can happen. Right. Then also, yeah, and then now also in London first of all, like being part of the IW, that kind of forces me to go out and meet people, tell people about the network, but also um, what is quite interesting, the moment you put yourself out there, opportunities um, present themselves to you. So by now, I'm actually the situation that people approach me with, oh, we know that you're doing these things. Can we talk about it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. and it's it's getting over that. I think a lot of people are so hesitant to put themselves out there and and so do you have any advice for someone who feels they either lack the confidence or they they feel like they don't want to be the person walking into the room alone they don't want to they, they they're they hesitant to put themselves out there what's mm -hmm. what's sort of the the one step they can take today to to i don't want to say get more comfortable with it but just take that first step right what what would that first step be in your mind so I think the first step would be to find your IAW chapter <laughs> in your location. <laughs> we are all very nice people. I really have to say we, we are. But apart from that, like, I think the internet is super helpful with those things. I, have, I actually think by now we don't have any excuses left. So, um, for example, going to Eventbrite where you can also find the IAW. <laughs> yeah, and then just sign up to it and show up. That's important. Yeah. Um Making the effort is it is making effort. I, yes. I agree on that. But then just go and talk to people and just ask them. So what brings you here? You know, and then you introduce yourself and mm -hmm. um, take it from there. Yeah, I think a lot of people overthink the oh, what am I going to talk to people about? What are the questions I need to ask? And it it can be as simple as what brings you here? What do you do for work? How do you like this area? Like there, if you come up with a toolbox of a few simple questions to help with conversation starters, mm -hmm. it helps you feel prepared to be in that room. It helps yeah. you get over mm -hmm. that. Okay. What am I going to talk to? Why, why is anyone going to want to talk to me? What am I going to talk to people about? Yeah. I also think the thing with building a network is like making a tea is about 
time. Uh, it takes time for a good team. Yes. Yes. And that's also the same with networking because you talk to people and you feel like, oh, maybe they're not really interested in what I'm doing. But then they come back to you months later. And it's like, you know what? You back then you told me about what you're doing and there's this other person I met. I really think the two of you, you should talk. That actually happened to me last week. And I talked to the lady yesterday and she's coming to our meetup next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And she's also super interesting. And it's like, okay, there you go. That's how it works. You know, That's, because the yeah. person connected us, I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. Yeah. You're right that I think being open to the idea of networking, it's not just about collecting business cards or contacts, but it's it's really about building relationships and, and being yeah. a connector and think of the value you can add to somebody, even if you're not directly benefiting from the introduction, those introductions stand out to other people as really beneficial. And then you're going to be top of mind the next time they need you. Right. It's, it's, I think I love introducing people to each other, (laughs) making connections. (laughs) Um, And that's a great way to think about networking. Like you may not need this person specifically in your network, but you never know who, if you have, if you have common interests, if you're showing up at the same places, you never know who you can pass along contact information to. Um, so I want to pivot a little bit and talk about some of the challenges you've had throughout your journey, because I know that you're, you're, has the, has being in a male dominated industry challenged you or are you, do you feel like you just integrate and you're there to do your job and it, it hasn't been a challenge along the way? Well, I think that depends also what you want to get out of your job. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you are just there for the money, you will show up at nine o'clock, you clock out at five. Um, this is not where I'm coming from because I am more of an ambitious person. I enjoy the challenge um, and not just the technical challenge, also the challenge of like developing myself because the path I'm going through. I have to listen to criticism, which is like given to me to help me develop and you know right. I could go to a corner and cry about it I was like okay maybe there's a little bit of truth and sometimes that's difficult when you have to cope not cope but like deal with yourself and um accept that you might not be perfect mm-hmm. so um yeah and for me it's like one of the big things I'm working on at the moment is like ne- negotiation but also being assertive without being too strong, but also not being a pushover. Right. That is a really, really fine balance. And um, I have to think about things always a lot and fine tune myself. Mm -hmm. Also, except sometimes I get it wrong. So because people tell me I'm coming on a little bit strong, that's okay. (laughs) I think (laughs) I just was very factual about it, but okay. Yeah. but yeah, so that's basically, yeah, so it's not going super smoothly, but it's also going well. And I think that's part of the journey. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned assertiveness as as one of the challenges, because I think sometimes we we want to be direct, right? We want to, we don't want to be viewed as bossy or, or in the opposite realm, kind of a pushover, but mm-hmm. how have you kind of overcome that? Like, I, I imagine it's a lot of sort of thinking about yourself, assessing yourself, but any tips for somebody in terms of how to make sure that we're being assertive without sort of, it's kind of staying in the middle line of not being too bossy, but not being a pushover. I feel like there's, there's a lot of challenges built in there. 
We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with ebooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. So I think especially women maybe sometimes also overthink it a little bit and it mm. will also depend a lot on like who you're dealing with and maybe it's good and I'm also working on that you know I have recognized that for myself that I need to work on it thinking about the other person on the other end like how do they consume information how do they make decisions and maybe play like a piano a little bit on that mm. it's really difficult because like sometimes you really need to have stop your internal monologue and say okay how do I do this best? Um, but then also sometimes I really think, and that's I think a female thing, we overthink things too. Mm-hmm. And we dwell on it. So we are like um, analyzing it after the fact. And sometimes we just should move on. Mm-hmm. Then also um, what I do sometimes when I have situations where I felt like it went particularly well or particularly bad, if there were like other people in the room who are not part of the problem or the discussion, well, if I have a fairly okay connection with them, I, I have done that. I've gone to them and have asked them, like, you know, you as a bystander, how did you mm-hmm. view the situation? Mm-hmm. And um, they gave me, like, a frank and honest reply. And, um, yeah, and then just go with that and maybe also accept it without um, a comment or an opinion about it and just go away and think about it a little bit more, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I think over time you fine tune yourself and also sometimes when you get a feedback too when people say oh you were too aggressive sometimes maybe it was like maybe it was the right thing still to do right Uh, right yeah Yeah, that's I do think there's value in having people in the room people people in your network or in your community but specifically at work right when you're having these interactions where you have somebody who's trusted who you can go to and say if they were in the room or in the meeting was I like, was my tone? Okay. Was I off? Was that too much? Like, because I think a lot of times we, in the moment, it comes out the way it comes out and then we'll sit there and overthink it. But if you have somebody who can give you some honest feedback, Mm -hmm. it can be hard to find those people, but it's so important to have them (laughs) when, Mm -hmm. when you're, when you're balancing the, especially assertiveness, I find. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about your career a little bit because you have, you have such a great career journey of where you started and where you're at now and where you're going, right? You're always planning for your future. Mm -hmm. And so I want to start with when you, when you got your degree and started out, did you envision yourself where you are today? No, absolutely not. So actually I thought like what I did for my first job, which was like running simulations on the computer, because that's what I learned in university. That's what I'm going to do for the next 35 years. And I will find that thrilling for the rest of my life. That was, it's just like when you are coming out of university, 
that's what you think, isn't it? Right. right. Um, and that was not the case for me. So actually, at the beginning, I did enjoy it. I was challenging every day. I learned a lot of new things. But after a few years, I thought, okay, it feels like the repetition mm-hmm. of what I have done like a year ago, etc. And like, I want more, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that looks interesting. What's people doing over there? So what are they doing? It's like, how can I be part of this too? So mm-hmm. that's basically how my career progressed by literally being curious and also accepting um, challenges. Mm-hmm. So... I'm not maybe the person who loves change a lot, but I'm also up for the challenge. So if like, okay, you know, this is going to be hard. Are you up for it? I will most likely say yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then figure it out from there. Yeah. Um, and uh, I seem to succeed on that very well. So yep. the, the feedback is really positive. So there you yep. go. Yeah. I think I love, I love what you said about being curious and that you being open to what's going on in other departments or other areas, but also being open to accept challenges and it doesn't have to be a long-term thing, right? If you're, if you're curious and you're interested, you could ask for a stretch opportunity. You could ask for a short-term project. There's, there's ways to raise your hand and get exposure to different areas, um, without sort of shifting your entire career path. Now, looking ahead how do you plan for your next step are you strategically putting yourself in roles are you building relationships how do you like what's next for Simone's career journey and how are you kind of building upon that yeah so that's a really good question so by now I have been in my current role for well two and a half years and I still find it very challenging there's many things to do so at the moment I'm actually have brought like some order to my shop so that things are running quite smoothly the team knows what they have to do but now i'm really thinking about like how can i integrate ourselves better into the Mm -hmm. wider business which i think is going to be a win-win situation for absolutely everyone because like people have better access to my team people Mm -hmm. get to know us and i think from there maybe other opportunity will present themselves also well, if I want to leave at some point, especially if I want to progress within the company, I would be really good to have like a really well-functioning team because I literally, I can leave. <laughs> if the team is not breaking down just because I'm not there. Right, right. And also this is for me personally, something I really, really want to harness in my team. You don't need me, you know? Yes, yes. And I think that's that's from a leadership perspective and managing people perspective when we micromanage and have to be involved in every single step of the way, we're not empowering others to to learn and grow. And we create these spaces where suddenly Simone can never leave because Simone does everything, right? She's the only one who knows how to run the whole system. And and it puts you in a place of high stress because it's it's like you have so much power and nobody can do anything without you. But then you're you're not you're not benefiting the whole company. You're not benefiting the whole team. And I think it's really important from a leadership perspective to think about how, what are, how are you empowering others to, to get the job done, right. To get things done and, and be able to operate so that if you need to step away or if your path goes in a different direction, you can. Exactly. That was one of the things, like when I became manager, I was actually working very closely with the team but it was also like a phase where I had to implement the ways of working what's the way of working I want to see and that takes time but by now it's literally it's kind of we got it 
And I'm just asked like, do you need support? And then we agree the point at which they will need support. Right. Yeah. And right. then from there. Yeah. And that seems to work also very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of celebrating your accomplishments and the the things that you've achieved throughout your career, how do you internally inside the company, but also externally, how do you help create visibility for yourself? Because that I know in terms of often when, when it's a promotion cycle or we're looking at who, who's, who's ready to move on, a lot of it is visibility and making sure that, that ourselves are visible, but also as a leader, making sure people on your team are getting credit for their achievements. So how do you, how have you handled that with, with creating visibility for yourself? Yeah, so that's maybe also one of the weaker points for me because um, sometimes you get a lot of visibility because things are going badly wrong, okay? That's the wrong kind of visibility. Uh, We're not in that situation, but we're now more in a situation where I believe things are going fairly well. There's not too many issues, but also there's like, could look from the outside like we're very quiet because there's no negative news coming out of the shop. Mm-hmm. That could also give the impression it's too easy, which it's not. <laughs> it's very well organized and the people are very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm actually working on that. And it's like literally what I do is um, when we finish something and we're in a bigger meeting, by the way, this completes our program. By the way, three months ahead of time on budget, is that right? And I point those things out. And then yeah. quite often people chime in like, actually, you did a really good job. Yeah. Um, also, there is a bigger program going on at the moment that will ask um, one of the important people in that program when they are a bit more free to actually write an email to my boss and mm. um, tell him what he thinks, how this went. Because yeah. so far, the feedback to me was positive. So please share that with my boss and yeah. my team. Um, also, um, actually, someone in my team is doing that very well. Uh, she sometimes writes an email. By the way, we just had a major milestone and sends it to all of the people, not the whole business, but everyone who's involved. Right. Like, did you just recognize we achieved a major milestone? Maybe we should hold a moment and look at that. Yeah. Take it from there. Um, it needs more than just doing good work. Also, um, because I also take too much humble pie, so I'm more looking for opportunities now to talk about it. Do you remember this, you know, how bad this could have gone and how well it actually went? I was like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think the the idea of sort of celebrating our own successes and and kind of putting it out there so openly, a lot of women struggle with that, right? Mm -hmm. It's it can be difficult to to almost brag about ourselves, but I love what you said about asking somebody else to send the email to your boss, just Mm -hmm. like, Hey, you know what, if you were happy with my work, if if you agree that this was well done, I'd like, I'd love for you to share, even if there's negative feedback to share, that's Mm -hmm. also right. All, all feedback can be beneficial, Mm -hmm. but it's okay to ask other people to say, Hey, could you, could you let them know that I did a really great job? Like it's, I think it's, Sometimes, oftentimes people have no problem doing it. They just need that nudge of, hey, could you? And then also the idea of when you hit big milestones or when there is a big result, don't be afraid to share that with with the leaders, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be broadcast massively, but it's it's 
if you see it happening on your team or another team or anywhere, you can be that advocate. You can go do that for somebody else as well. Um, yeah, actually, that's something I get approached myself by other people. It's like, you know, I have a review upcoming. Can you actually write me? That's where also with this idea is basically coming from because like, yeah, no problem at all. I will give you an honest review and send mm -hmm. that to your manager as a request. Mm -hmm. And I have that a few times now. Yeah. Uh, it's like, um, which actually is nice because that also means uh, we are getting recognized from the outside because they trust us enough to come to us and ask for that feedback. So it right. hasn't completely... It's unnoticed and just doing right. the same. yeah I think um we had a podcast guest a while ago her name was Lexi B and she said she does this on behalf of people she's like every I think once a month she actually carves out time on her calendar where she is very intentional about uh, creating a list of three or four people and mm -hmm. sending their manager specific feedback or or like notes about something that went really well or or something and and totally it's it's not it's not shared with the employee it's just it's a it's her moment to help people who might be underrepresented in the company get a a step up in terms of hey they're doing a really great job they might they might be quiet in the room because they have imposter syndrome or they lack confidence or they they maybe have a job that's very behind the scenes but look at them doing really great work and i think that's a great way that we can advocate for others mm -hmm. that aren't necessarily always in the room. And when you know you have someone advocating on your behalf, that yeah. that helps with the forward progress in your career. It's also super powerful because like if someone else blows your trumpet, you know, you don't have to do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you have two, three people doing it, then it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's nice when you hear it come from somebody else's mouth. It, it can be yeah. challenging to, to do it all on your own, but if you're doing it on behalf of a team or a project, or you have somebody else doing it, it, it definitely can make it easier. Um, before we start to wrap up here, I want to make sure our listeners know where to find you online. So tell us a little bit about your blog and what they can find at careerwithaview.com. So yeah, basically this is uh, meant for um, the young professional mind. It doesn't have to be females, but it's may mainly written out of my perspective about things and addressing things which I found difficult and they are more female. Mm -hmm. But it's basically for the aspiring manager or the young manager. And I write about what I learned with my mentors, what I found helpful. And I'm writing once a week and publish this and it's obviously it's totally free you just go there and enjoy my content <laughs> and um yeah i really like to do this and also i like to talk about it i find it really from my for myself also very helpful mm. um, to connect through the blog as well and i think it is helpful for me connecting with other people and furthering my own career Love it. I love, I love that you, you're offering your own journey and insights in a way that supports the growth of others. It's, it's such a fantastic thing. Um, you also can connect with Simone on LinkedIn and on Instagram. We'll have those linked up in the show notes. So you can, you can click right there and connect. Um, Simone, as we wrap up any, any final tips or words of advice that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, I think it's just like going back on what I said earlier. I don't think you have to go all of this alone and um, just make sure also that you think from time to time about like, okay, what brings me actually ahead, me personally today? And just spend five minutes thinking a little bit about it. What are the things I should do today to progress my career? 
and maybe prioritize that from time to time before you get bogged down in all of the day-to-day craziness. Right. And um, I don't think that this is a selfish thing. I think it's actually a healthy thing. And um, if you want to have the career, you actually have to do that as well. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It was, I always, I always love your insights and I, I think you have such a fantastic career journey. It's super inspiring. Um, for those of you listening, thank you so much. We will be back here again with another episode of Unlimited Horizons. And in the meantime, I hope that you feel inspired, you feel supported and reach out to us if there's anything we can do to support your success in the IAW community. Thanks, Simone. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.